Osari Godef. Yeah, so um, Anilu, thank you for calling. And I wanted to congratulate you on the way that you're learning to deal with your life by specifically dealing with your mom and understanding that just because she gets terrified of what might happen doesn't mean that you have to feel bad also, that that's kind of your darkness. Thank you. <laughs> and so we can say hello to that darkness when it comes. Aha, I see you, Myra. Or like the song says, hello, darkness, my old friend. I've, we've, I've come to deal with you again. <laughs> and so that's the way of the approach is in almost a happy, joyful, singing way. And so um, as we grow, we begin to see how things change like that. That we begin to think that we've gotten something going and then we revert back, which is what you were mentioning a moment ago, is that we, uh, we thought that we were over something and then it comes back again. Yeah. <laughs> but then that there's the way that we handle that again is hello darkness, my old friend that I could see you coming again, that even though you've been gone for a while, you've come again and I can see it as opposed to wanting to avoid it or hide from it or not deal with it. That because by, by seeing even the negative feeling of feeling bad when your mom feels bad, if we don't like that, then that's the third bad feeling in a row. <laughs> First, your mom feels bad, then you feel bad about her, and then you feel bad about feeling bad. <laughs> and then she feels bad about me feeling bad. And then she feels bad about you feeling bad, and wow, around the circle <laughs> you go. <laughs> yeah. But here is the point of breaking it up, is, is that we don't have to feel bad because we can catch what's going on. We can say, oh, that's just my old dark side. Yeah, I do that. <laughs> here it is again, no problem. And then we can do something about it easily. We can throw that out. So that's the way of looking at it. It's actually an easy thing to deal with if we take always the friendly approach to remember to be friends with even the darkness. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. But what about like... Uh... Uh, like the other side like for example what I was telling you about laziness like sometimes I feel like oh I would like to meditate with my mom at night that is something we used to do in the past like doing meta which I know used to make her feel good but now it's like oh I'm feeling lazy or I'm very busy or you know like a lot of excuses and yes, but that's it doesn't just... feel bad but at the same time, it's like, oh, I want to do it, but I don't. <laughs> All right. Now, here's one point is, is that is this time of laziness that you're talking about, do you like it or not like it? Um, well, it depends. For example, if I'm laying down in bed and I'm lazy you like to wake it then, up. but yeah, I like you reflect it. upon it, you don't like it. You say, oh, I should go get up and go do something, right? Yeah, like I like it until I actually wake up and feel bad for not waking up earlier. 
That's the point. Mm. That's it. Waking up only to be disappointed that you didn't wake up earlier. Yeah. That's an excellent way to express it. Okay. Instead of being happy that you did wake up this time. Hello, darkness. Thank you for waking me up. <laughs> yeah. That's it's the still is you're expressing it differently, but it's the same point. It's the same issue over and over and over again. But we keep thinking it. Oh, well, what about this case? And what about that case? And it's always the same case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in this case, there's only one case. And that is, is that when we wake up, we should do so joyfully and gladden the mind immediately. Yeah. And so that means to be happy with what we can see, as opposed to being unhappy with what we find. But that's the dangers of Vipassana meditation is when they do the noting, they become really quite excellent at noting. But what but they're not noting that they don't like what they're noting. Oh. <laughs> and then and then they don't change either what they're noting by changing the content of the mind or the way they feel about it. But here, the real practice is, is to change on both sides, change both the way that we feel and the way that we think. Mm -hmm. So that even when we're thinking in the old way and we catch ourselves thinking in the old way, we can at least have the new attitude of, hey, hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> hey, I see you, Myra. Or, wow, look at that. In other words, it's always a new happy surprise that we catch ourselves not living up to some magical standard, including that we have some sort of magical standard that you're supposed to be some way or another. And the, what I'm inviting you to do is just to be joyfully happy and nurturing, no matter what you're doing. So there you are laying in bed and feeling really lazy and all of that. You can enjoy that. And when you wake up to, oh, I got to go do this and that, you can wake up joyfully to that thought, too. Yeah. <laughs> Rather than punishing yourself, well, you didn't wake up before. You should have stopped laying there on the bed. You've got work to do, okay? That's the kind of stuff that we should be able to say, hello, friend, I see you ordering me around again. <laughs> it's just like telling my mind, like, yeah, she'll. <laughs> and so even though it looks like that it's coming from one position would be all oh, the child is just really lazy right now and doesn't want to do anything. And that's OK. And then there's the parent. Oh, you ought to get up and go do something. Okay, and so that's another personality in there. And then the third one is, oh, you not you should not be Mr. Parent so hard on that kid. <laughs> All right. And so the kid's doing nothing. The parent is yelling at the at the kid for doing nothing. And now the adult is is yelling at the parent <laughs> for <laughs> yelling at the kid. And all of that happens inside of our own mind. Yeah. And what we can do instead is take the nurturing point of view. Wow, I'm glad to see that I can see. 
I'm really glad to, to wake up to this stuff that happens in the mind, because if I don't wake up to it, I will not be able to change it. But now that I can see it, hello there, let me take a really good look at it, because now that I can see it, I could do something about it. Yeah. That's good news. I feel like when I hear you saying it like that, what comes to my mind is like almost there because I am aware that I can see it. But I'm like, oh, yeah, I can see it. Yeah, I'll fall asleep. So the only missing point is, oh, I can see it like, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, make friends with it. Be happy that you can see your garbage because other than that, <laughs> a way of thinking is, is that if you live in, in a house that has a kitchen that many people are using, but after a while, something begins to really, really smell bad. It stinks in that kitchen and everybody cleans up and cleans up and cleans up and it smells fresh for an hour or two and then it begins to stink again. And so they really, really work really hard tearing everything out. And finally, they find a two-day-old or three-day-old carcass of a dead rat. Right? Guess what? They would be very happy to find <laughs> that dead rat. <laughs> very yeah. happy to find it. Why? Because now that we can found that, find that rat, we can do something about it. Before, we just tried to avoid the stench by cleaning up without actually finding out. But now what's going on is you're beginning to see the dead rats in your mind. Yeah. Aha, that's what's stinking things up. <laughs> <laughs> and so when those thoughts of, oh, I feel bad when mom feels bad, that kind of stuff happens. Or when you say, oh, you've been lazy too long. And those kind of things happen. You can say, aha, I see you, you stinky dead rat. <laughs> I, I'm so happy to see you. <laughs> yeah. That because sense. then, out it goes. <laughs> yeah. And so thinking about our thoughts like that is, is that we do have complete control over them if we can see them clearly and we can see them clearly only when we're looking closely at them and we can only do that when we remember to and so here you go again with the eightfold noble path that's it over and over again to be practicing that same thing over and over again taking the right effort the friendly effort aha i see you myra the joyful happy, gladdening the mind way of, of dealing with every dirty rat in the mind. <laughs> yeah. I've also been like experimenting with the step of gladdening the mind. Uh, and I do have a doubt, like, I don't know, like it's become a bit of a game, but sometimes I feel like, uh, I don't know, like my mind is going in certain direction, let's say sadness. So I'm like, aha, I see you. And sometimes uh -huh. instead of just gladdening the mind, I play like, I don't know, like guiding it towards compassion or something like that. And then I see like, oh, it's gladdened. And then other times like, oh, I'll, I don't know, like, can I just use like anything I want to to gladden the mind? I guess that's my question. Yes. 
as the, so long as it does gladden the mind. Some attempts at gladdening the mind doesn't gladden the mind at all. And a clear example of that would be when, yeah, I feel joy, but it's not enough. I want to feel more joy. Mm-hmm. So greed for joy is actually robbing them of being satisfied with the present moment. You're asking a slightly different question in the sense of, well, where shall I find joy? And the Buddha's answer to that is joy may be found wherever you look. I like that. (laughs) Yes, that pleasure can be found wherever you look. If you look for it, you can find it there. This was most specifically asked about the Buddha uh, by Ananda. So that was, um, and he did so in the sense of <clears throat> which jhana to practice, or why would someone do this jhana and why do do that jhana? And the answer to with that to the Buddha would be in all cases that finding pleasure wherever it may be found. But we can look at it from an ordinary point of view that when you can, in fact, find pleasure wherever it may be found, you have to be in a state of jhana to be able to do that. (laughs) Because the ordinary mind is always finding things to keep us out of pleasure. And so where if you go to whatever setting you, that you are, whatever mind state, whatever sense organ, whatever the mind uh, or eye or nose can see, if we can find pleasure therein, that's the way to go, is to find pleasure in everything, including seeing the dark stuff, seeing that, oh, you feel bad because your mom feels bad. And you can find pleasure in seeing that you feel bad. Yeah. Okay. You find pleasure in seeing that you feel bad. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> Come to talk with you again. Is the whole show. Or, aha, I see you, Myra. I see that I feel bad when mom feels bad. Because yeah. otherwise you're going to be ignorant to it and continue along feeling bad. But now <laughs> you can see it. Wake up to it. Yeah, another place where I found, like, I don't know if pleasure, but maybe like a lot of relief was in noticing when things were out of my control. And I was like, oh, then if there's nothing I can do, and there's what a relief it is, exactly. Yeah, just have take relief and relax, just like going back to that kitchen with the rat. Wow, what a relief it is now that we found it. Yeah. Wow, I'm so glad we found it. What a relief. Okay, so yes, that too. What And there's many ways to express it. What a relief it is that I don't have to go to work right now. What a relief it is I don't have to answer the phone right now. Or what a relief it is is that there is nobody wanting anything from me. <laughs> yeah, or like what a relief... It is that I don't have to go to any jhana to be okay. Yeah, right. I don't have, yeah, what a relief it is. I don't have to go to church on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> oh, what a relief it is. I'm an old man now, and nobody expects me to haul freight or do anything anymore. <laughs> what a relief that is. I don't have any more work. I'm too old for that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what? Write a, write a book? Oh, sorry, I'm blind now. I'm too old. I can't write a book. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, that's the, the, what a relief. I mean, this is what we're talking about is finding ways of not having to do anything so that we can feel completely relieved and relaxed. I mean, almost all the work that you've ever done in your life has been pointless anyway. <laughs> yeah. It is better just to sit and hang out and enjoy each other's company. So yeah. don't hassle yourself about what you're not getting done. Recognize that you were hassling yourself about getting stuff done and still didn't get anything done. <laughs> so mostly you just hassled yourself and hassled yourself and then maybe you might get it done, but you could have been in pleasure until you got it done and then have great pleasure in doing it. Yeah, and then like if I'm completely honest, sometimes I think about it and mm -hmm. like it's not even stuff that I really have to urgently do that day. It's just my mind feeling like, no, no, I have to do it today. <laughs> But it's most of the times that's not true. <laughs> You're such a good student. You know, I really <laughs> like that. I like it when I have students that really hear what we say, because so many of them are just really deep into, oh, I've got to practice so many hours a day of meditation and I've got to work really hard. But naturally, Some people can just hear the Dhamma and say, yeah, I can remember to do that. Yeah, I can remember to do that. Yeah. Well, and to then, be honest, then you there's... start applying that sati over and over and over again. That's the real goal. You know, if there is a goal, is to wake up, to remember to wake up, to keep waking up and keep waking up and keep waking up. But now, once we wake up and see the darkness, we can say, hiya. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> Yeah, but And there's still, the... like, uh, in my mind, sometimes thoughts arise, thinking like, oh, I should meditate more. I should meditate two hours a day. But now it's like, yeah, it's okay. But they still arise. Uh, like, there's still arise. But instead of saying you want to meditate like, uh, two hours a day, <laughs> the answer to that is, Yeah, it feels good to meditate, don't it? Thanks for reminding me. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> also, I've been meditating laying down just because I uh -huh. like it. And a lot of the times I fall asleep and it's really good naps. Like I sleep really well. But yes. sometimes I feel like, oh, I'm a cheater. Like I meditate laying down just because I know it feels good and I'll fall asleep. Uh, mm -hmm. But before falling asleep, I feel like really, really, really good. Like others, oh, like everything's fine. Everything But then I fall asleep. Right. But then I think like, oh, you know, there's this hindrance of dullness. And right now I'm just giving myself into dullness every day. <laughs> well, this is part of the reason why we work with the breath is to keep the breath up. Yes, you can relax and then fall into sleep. And in fact, I'm not against you doing that. But I would say something about that when you wake up, you say, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Something was wrong with what I just did. 
Well, I don't okay. feel that. Yeah. I just feel like, oh, I should also meditate without sleeping another time. <laughs> well, you work with feeling good and let that be your meditation. Work with the breath in the sense that when you remember to take a deep breath, you take a deep breath. Let that be your meditation, not going and sitting on the floor someplace and, and thinking that that's meditation. No, meditation is, in fact, the sati of remembering to take a deep breath. Yeah, it does feel... And to come into the here now and deal with your mom and your darkness friendly. Yeah. Right now, like, I cannot breathe through the mouth. I mean, through the nose, only through the mouth. And my throat hurts when I do. But now I think like, oh, when I'm able to breathe again, it's going to feel so good. <laughs> well, there are things that you can do to clean the sinuses out. And that is both uh, pull it in from the backside and also breathe it out. Salt water <clears throat> or Vicks vapor rubs or very cheap medicines and little inhalers for a dollar that they cost here in Thailand is very good to help open the breathing passages. And that's a good yeah. thing to do, okay? But I, I would highly recommend, in fact, they have been doing that. There's a very, very ancient, ancient Indian practice. It goes back literally thousands of years where they take water in the hand and hold one nose and then the other one like that and breathe in the water through the nostrils with very, very strong in-breath so as to get the water in there and then breathe it out. And it really does help clean out the sinuses. We've got much more modern medicine that does exactly the same things now. We call them antihistamines. But that's one of the original antihistamines. That's how long having blocked nasal passages has been an issue for meditators. <laughs> but so, do you like... Do you like inhale the water just like yes. this? Yes. Uh huh. And if it's warm, the water is better if it's warm and if it's slightly salty, like seawater. So, warm seawater is probably the very best. Now, this is one of the reasons why people who go swimming in the surf, they can clean out their sinuses with it. It's because they get that water in there and the water and the salt and whatnot uh, breaks up that mucus. And then it floats it out. Yeah, I'm going to try that. <laughs> okay, that the mucus is doing its job because the mucus builds up because the air is dirty. And so if you've been breathing stuff that's dirty and sometimes also with bacteria, that's part of the dirtiness. But you can think of it, in fact, that the nose gets clogged up because it's doing its job. And all you need to do is to help it out a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the air in this city is very pollu polluted, like contaminated. Like I have this cat that's staying with me for a while. Even the cat has flu now. <laughs> well, isn't that marvelous then that your nose gets stopped up because it's catching that pollution without having you to breathe it all the way into your body. So it's doing its job. Yeah. <laughs> And the darker color it is, the more it is doing its job. So dirty snot is because all of that dirt that was in the air is now being caught and collected and trapped in that mucus. Mm -hmm. 
So all you have to do is just help it out. Yeah. Usually what I do is I jump a lot until my heart goes fast and then it clears for a few minutes. Yeah, so you can pull it in. There's a, a way of breathing in that's very, very strong with an in-breath by holding the, the tongue at the roof of the mouth and going like that. Then, in fact, if you do it strong enough, your ears will pop. Is that and that's a good thing? <laughs> yes, it is, actually, because what that does is it pulls this, uh, the mucus from inside the sinuses and the trapped cavities down into the throat so you can collect it and swallow it or pull it out and... Mm. <laughs> So that's one of the techniques. There's many things that you can do, but I would suggest that you uh, spend a bit of effort in keeping the, no the nostrils clean so that yeah. you can breathe with the nose because that's the intention of breathing, especially breathing in. With breathing out, it's not such an issue at all. So breathing out with either the nostrils or the mouth is okay. But in the breathing in, we want the, the nostrils to do their job of cleaning the air. If you breathe in with your mouth, the mouth gets really dry, and so a lot of moisture will go into the lungs. And also, uh, anything that was already in the air will continue down into the lungs, making your lungs dirty. So oh. what happens then is, is that if you're in really dirty air, and the, and the nostrils get clogged up because of the dirt, then people start breathing with their mouth, and then they get the dirt, into their lungs. That's why but your it, throat gets uh, irritated. Exactly, exactly. So cleaning out the nostrils so that the nostrils can do their job will keep you from feeling bad in the chest. Oh, that makes you're bringing sense. the pollution into your chest because you're breathing in with your mouth. Yeah. So it's better to breathe in with the nose. Breathing out, not so much of an issue one way or the other. <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to do that before going to bed. <laughs> okay. Well, let's finish this talk now. I think that we've gotten what we need on two levels. One is to work with the breathing and getting the good air in. And the other one is just to say hello to your old friends when darkness appears in the mind again. Yeah. So you can make a choice about are you going to be miserable because that uh, dark thought has come or are you going to be happy? Can you cheer up right now? Yeah. Every place you can find pleasure, even in your own darkness. Sounds like a good plan. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And we'll, we'll, we'll see you later. Thanks All for right. calling. Yeah, thank you. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye. <laughs>